We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Half Hours. Rob Pitts. Hot Rod. What's going on, sir? Oh, man. Just sitting here hanging out. I tell you what. Tell me what. We've got so much great stuff to talk about today. We got, we got a whole two hours packed of great stuff. I'll be honest with you, I don't know if we're going to be able to get it all in. I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's a lot. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's hop to it right off the bat. I hang know. on, hang on, hang on, hang on. This is a very, very, very special uh, broadcasting here. Broadcasting? Broadcasting. Why this is it special? This is our six months of doing this. Is this kind of like our anniversary? It's, ha- it's a half anniversary. It's a half anniversary. It's a half anniversary. I'm pretty sure that's a word. If not, Webster, make it one. That's right. If Bling Bling made it, we can get half anniversary in. I think so. I don't see anything wrong with that. And Bling Bling's a great word. So, all right. Uh, we got we got a lot of stuff to talk about, and you're wasting I'm, time. Really? Yeah, you're wasting time. So I let's, tell you what, all right. I'm gonna kick it off right now. We always talk about where we're gonna be at yes, June 9th, Friday evening, Union County Dragway for the Carolina Thunder Pro Mod Series, guys. Carolina Thunder. I'm telling you, Pro I mean, Mod Series. Pro Mod pro Drag mod. Racing. Friday, Friday, Fast Friday. I love it. Love drag racing. Love up in that tower. Talking about them even more. June 10th, the very next day, we're gonna be in Greer, South Carolina. Yes. So you mean to tell me? We're going to leave the drag strip at, like, I don't know, 2 a.m., and we got to get up and be in Grr. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. In Grr. Grr, South Carolina. At 9 o'clock, Tiara's and Tires, Tiara's guys. Tiara's and Tires. Great, great car show we're putting on for the South Carolina. Like, it's like crowns and carburetors. Kind of. Yeah. Close. So we're actually putting this on for the South Miss South Carolina Foothills Pageant Association. These guys, this is going to be a really cool show. We've got the little teen pageant girls walking around. It's going to be a great time. A lot of extra stuff going on with that show. Be sure to check it out on the Facebook page. You'll see the event flyer and all that. On the Facebooks. Then June 12th. June 12th. That following Sunday. Hot Rods and Happy Hour cruising at Ruby Tuesdays, and we <clears throat> will be live there. And it's a very special H&H. First of all, Hang four on. salad, four let, lettuces. Let me correct the date here. June 18th. Well, my notes say the 12th. <laughs> well, our notes are wrong because <laughs> it's the 18th. Okay, well, June 18th, that's Sunday, the next Sunday, we're going to be Hot Rods and Happy Hour live at the Ruby Tuesdays on Woodruff Road. Four, four. lettuces. Count them. Iceberg. Four. Romaine. That one. And spring the other mix. Two. Yeah, that, and then that one that looks like cabbage. That, that one. one. Yep. All four of them. I'm telling you guys, Ruby Tuesdays, salad bar, good music. We got we got Colors. a lot. Hold on, we got to stop. We got to stop right here. We got a lot going on with this show. Yes, we do, actually. We got a live auction that's going to be going on up there, I heard. We got a live auction. We got the raffle items that are going on. I mean, we're giving away like some awesome stuff. Wheels and tires, computers. 17-inch uh, uh, American racing wheels. Exactly. We're giving away all kinds of good stuff. I mean, this is a, this is a pretty big deal, guys. So if you definitely, definitely want to make it out to Hot Rods and Happy Hour, of course, we'll be live there. So that'd be something neat to 
watch how we do on oh, the radio. We, yeah, we got to do this live there. That's Whoops. scary. Whoops. No but mistakes, anyway. kids. But yeah, all, no pressure. All the proceeds from that event is going to help out our good friend Zach. Yeah, Zach was in a really bad car crash, head-on collision. Yes, sir. And uh, yeah, he's he's working his way back to good health. But like I said, hot rods. Fingers happy hour. crossed, he'll actually get to be there. That's right. That would be great. I'd love for him to see it. Like I said, we're trying to get him back on the road of health. Yes, sir. And then, and then we get a break. For a little while. That's right. But July 14th, we're back at Union County for the Carolina Thunder Pro Mod Series. And I'm excited, man. I love it. I hate to have the cancel the race. They had some conflict ventures uh, just this past Friday. Well, the straight outlaw guys, they actually had a conflict in scheduling. Yep. And I hate that, but the Pro Mod Series, man, I can't wait. I, I love doing these things. I mean, Pro Mod drag racing is the most exciting drag racing there is. I mean, these cars will fly. Well, we, I mean, we almost, the last time we were down there, saw that one almost hit 200 miles an hour. Exactly. I mean, Which and, set the track record, by the way. And the thing, I mean, you know, I stress this every week when we talk about Union County and all that stuff, but keep in mind, guys, it is an NHRA-sanctioned track, the only eighth-mile concrete NHRA track in the state of South Carolina. Yep. Yep. And the newest. Exactly. And one of the newest and one of the top five eighth-mile tracks in the country. Well, it is. It's, it's impressive. Anybody that runs their car down at Union always walks away very satisfied with the way the track is handled and the way it's prepped. Well, Chris and, you know, and Kurt and all those guys, they take that track to the next level. That track is treated with kit gloves. Absolutely. I mean, they do. They do. They, they treat that track like none other, and it shows. It shows. If you ever have an opportunity to run your car down that track, you'll be more than pleased. July 22nd. Back to Basics at Heritage Park in Simpsonville. I love this show. You know why I love this show? Why do you love this show? Because there's a bunch of cars there, man. It's a great time. It's at night. We get to play some good music. Yeah, it's a change in pace for us. Normally, our, our whole bag is uh, classic rock, which I love. Uh, but it's a change of pace. We get to play a little rap and hip-hop and... Uh for that younger crowd. Yeah, for the younger crowd. I mean, it it's like up. basically, listen, Simpsonville car community. Let Rob and Odd Rod babysit your youngins on Saturday night. <laughs> but we have a good time doing it, and that that show always brings out four to six hundred cars. Well, car limbo, tug of wars, a lot of participation things going on. Great show, great music, great time. And let me just say that Hot Rods and Happy Hours crew is the reigning champs of the tug of war. Woot woot. Yeah, we need a title belt for that, by the way, Philip. Just saying. We're waiting. Yeah, I'm just saying. All right. Well, first, Odd Rod, what is wrong with you? You did it. I just, I let it happen. What happened? Look, we skipped a major date. We did. And I just let it happen because you did it. This is a red letter day in history, and you missed it, you big goob. I know. July 27th. July 27th. That's a major day. And you missed it. I did miss it. What's going on July 27th? July. You don't know what's going on July 27th? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a bit Does confused. Does anybody know what's going on July 27th? Nobody in this room knows what's Where's going on. Where's the calendar at? Right now, you can open up a calendar, and you look at July 27th, and you know what's going to tell you? What, what day that is? Hang on. Hang on. I'm trying to get to a calendar right now. That's Rob Pitts' birthday. Oh, Lord. Why? Yeah. Uh, no wonder I forgot that. Last time I was at Rob that's, Pitts' that's, birthday, that's, I, was in, I was intoxicated. That's right. I think everybody was. That's damn near national holiday, okay? I mean, it's close to it. It's getting there. I mean... With our impending fame, and, you know, pretty well, soon they're going to be rolling something. out red carpet for this crap. I'm just saying. I mean, it's, it's getting close to a national holiday. Get, I'll I'm, give it a year or two. I'm going to get a trophy girl jumping out of a cake for it's over with. <laughs> I'm telling you what. It'd be great. But... So, July 27th, the old man gets older. 
Oh, well, and wiser. <laughs> like get, a fine wine. I wouldn't go that far. I get better. Like, like a curled wine. <laughs> You're like milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. July okay. 28th, 30th. Anderson, we're coming for you at the Civic Center. The Gathering Mini Truck Shows. Guys, I want to tell you something. Tell Kent me something. and the boys put on a hellacious event at the Civic Center. Inside, outside show. Hot Rods and Happy Air. Hot Rods and Happy Air will be there delivering the music. Good times. Great. I mean, it's a great show, period. Well, Kent Williams knocks it out of the park with this event, and I love this event. Um, sadly, last year was the first year I got to go, and we got to host it, too. Um, but it is. It's amazing. You see some of the best of lowrider, mini trucks. I mean, anything with uh, articulating suspension will be there. Well, that's what I'm saying. Air ride, static dropped. Hydros. Switches. On switches. On switches. I'm going to tell you something, though. It's a great show. All right, real quick, Odd Rod, we need to talk about where we've been. Hey, how about that Mustang shop? The Mustang shop. So we were there last weekend. I won't tell you while we got while, while we got a second. I'm worried about you. You've been over there, like, plotting with them Blue Oval folks. Well, I mean, I tell you what. I have been over there a good bit, but Alan and the boys, they're all right. I might be sipping the Mustang Kool-Aid. I even hung out I'm with gonna, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something else to sip the Kool-Aid. What's that? So, so the, what's that guy? Was it Jeffrey Dahmer? Yeah, that no, guy. No, no, no. That was the wrong guy. I know where you're going, but that was the wrong guy. Who is it? I don't know. Not him. Charles though. Manson. Nope. He didn't. He didn't do the Kool-Aid either. No. You're, what a, you're way off. Either way, I'm, wor- I'm praying for you. I appreciate it. I'm praying for you because that's the only man that can help you when you get into them blue ovals. I mean, they're they're addicting. They are addicted. Great, great show. I'll tell you another good time we had. Hang on, hang on. You're getting carried away. we got to talk more about this. But first, but first, we have to pay some bills. You know what? We're getting a good discussion. You stop me every time. I can't help it. I can't help it. The, you know, you know the uh, radio station, they got to eat, so the bills got to be paid. I mean, it's it's a whole thing. It's, it's a process. Calm down. All right, guys. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour right here on 106.3. W-O-R-D. Right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Odd Rod. What's going on, dude? I want to tell you something. What's happening? Now, we were talking about car shows, and we were rudely interrupted because we got this whole bill paying thing. You got to feel the need to tell everybody yeah, about it. I mean, it, they just, I think the world I know. knows how commercials work. Yep, yep, yep. Anyhow, so this past week we were at the Mustang shop, and let me tell you something. They had a dyno competition, and it was cool. I tell you what was real cool about it. What was that? A Corvette won. <laughs> so a Corvette came at 625 wheel horsepower. Let me tell you something. That's awesome. That is very very awesome. And uh, all motor with a little giggle gas. Well, it's not all motor if it's on the squeeze. Well, just a little bit. It's kind of like saying he's all natural, but a little bit of steroids. You know what I'm saying? Just a little bit. I mean, it's just like a little bit. Yeah, those two 10-pound bottles in there, I just got a feeling it's not just a little bit. (laughs) Anyhow. Get gassed or be last, kids. And he wasn't last, that's for sure. He was first. That's right. But who wasn't last? We had a Mustang come in last place on it that. It was a V6 Mustang, and the lady I wasn't was gonna tell nice. I wasn't going to tell that part. <laughs> I was just going to let him think. You're that guy. I was. Keep in mind, those Mustang boys have your station wagon in Hawk over there, so <laughs> they're holding it hostage. Uh, well, it's not hostage. I'm hoping they'll fix it. I'm telling you. They're used you. to fixing things, so... <laughs> well, their tools ain't going to rust. That's for damn sure. Uh, no, but the uh, lowest horsepower came at 125 horsepower off a of V6 Mustang, which still is abnormal. I mean, come on. It's going to the rear wheels. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's abnormal. Ab- abner- whatever that word is. Union education coming out. 
all day. <laughs> but I mean, the Mustang Shop in general, guys, they do awesome stuff. I mean, they do great work. I mean, they got they had what forty something cars they were working on while we were there. Oh yeah, man, they got Shelby Mustangs, and of course, all the late model. Everything you can think of. GT500, Shelby's, California Specials, Roush. How about the GT500 that was sitting behind the trailer? That's very cool. I, That's very, so it's a 69? Yeah, 69. 69. I mean, a barn fine car. Shelby. Yeah. I mean, like with the original dust still yeah. on it. And it runs. As a matter of fact, uh, they had it out at a... That's uh, rare just in itself. Yeah. They had it out at a uh, certain uh, morning car show. I feel like we're going to have to have like a disclaimer the, what? to the Ford guys. Like, we didn't mean it. We're just kidding. Oh, yeah. Well, hopefully they don't take it seriously, but you know what I'm saying. Very few people do. Yeah, well, I mean, they drive the crowd killers, not us. I mean, That's right. <laughs> so anyway, they did. They even brought out the cars and coffee. I'm going to say it. Oh, you said it. I am. I'm going to bring out the cars and coffee because you know what? I've turned over a new leaf odd ride. Have you? I'm going to start being sweet, dummy. <laughs> Uh, that's so generous. I am. All right, cool. So anyway, long story <laughs> short, I tell you what, though, we had a great show Monday. You know, Mother Nature, she tried to rain on our parade. Mother Nature tried. But you know what, we hard. still, I tell you what, What's your sometimes mother? a small crowd's a fun crowd. It was still a fun show, a great show, and we still made money for a great cause. We did. We're uh, helping out the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Right there and, and easily at Applebee's. And how about the IndyCar? That was very cool. There's a guy that actually trailered an IndyCar. To the Applebee's and easily. And I mean, everybody, he was showing everybody a super cool guy, and I actually got to sit in it. Yeah, well, barely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you, you try to wedge six foot two, 200 pounds in like, a bobsled with wheels on it. I wasn't getting in the Indy car. I was just going to let you know that. Like, uh-uh, not happening. I think it was like a damn roller skate for you. <laughs> yeah, barely. I mean, that was not good. Speaking of Indy cars, hang on. You remember last week we talked about Indy cars, right? There we did. We did talk about it. All right. I had a listener correct me on something. And, well, not really correct me, but give me added information. We talked about the 10 worst Indy cars of all times, one of those being the 62 uh, Studebaker Lark, right? right? Remember this? All right. Well, the Lark was actually not meant to be used for that race, but Studebaker wanted to use the Avanti. But the Avanti was not finished at that time, so they couldn't. Well, you know, the Avanti was a really it was a sports game. car. It was a sports car. It was ahead of the game, really. But the Lark was outfitted with Studebaker's 289, which is a variant of their 259. So, actually, the Lark probably moved pretty good. Well, it's a small car. I mean, a Studebaker Lark, to put it in perspective, is the size of a Rambler. It's yes, a yes, car. yes, yes, yes. And they actually made uh, Lark wagons, and some of them even came with superchargers on them. Yeah, well, four cylinder superchargers. Yes, and they would fly. Yeah, I mean, they, they were, they that, were cool that cars. was, and we're talking about like 61, 62, guys. Yeah. Yeah, so this is way back. But, I mean, I thought that was very interesting, and this guy sent me this information that they were actually wanting to use the Avanti, but it was not done yet. Yeah, well, the Avanti. That car, you know, went through so many transitions through the years. It was a fiberglass body car. Yep. Yeah. It was a cool car in general. It was built to be a direct competitor with a Corvette. Yeah. Sadly, it didn't last. Well, it didn't last. Well, it's not even so much that Avanti was a good idea. Studebaker was just a bad company. Yeah. All right. Speaking further on Indy cars, uh, if you watched the Indy 500 race uh, this past Sunday, actually, 
Uh, the, they used, they unveiled the uh, 101st Indy car. Well, How about it, a 2017 Grand Sport Corvette. Now, see, now you're cooking with gas. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is an awesome car. You're it's talking about LT4 supercharged. It's the 14th time a vet has been used. Which is the most any corporation has had a car involved. So any, and the best. <clears throat> I agree with that. But Corvette, the first one was obviously 1978, which is the silver and silver and black vet. Exactly. Very beautiful car. That, that, that's probably one of the sexiest pace cars. Well, I mean, that's just a sexy car. Easy. That 77 is pretty cool. All right. I love you. <laughs> I really do. I mean, like, like, I do. I love you. I want to hug you right now. I love you so much. But I want to tell you something. I've seen sexier turnips than that Delta 88. Uh, you know what? I agree, actually. It's I mean, it's it's not a sexy car. It's a pace car. I bought it because it's a pace car. It's not a sexy car it's whatsoever. Not, I mean, that don't do anything no, for me. It, no, it's it's a big old box of ugly is what it is. But you know what? It's, it's a pace car. It's your box of ugly, though. And if you <laughs> like it, I love it. Well, I don't even like it, though. That's the problem. I'm, oh, I'm hoping I made it. a great investment. <laughs> I hope you like it. <laughs> yeah. hope you like it. You're stuck with it. <laughs> so, anyway, this is my thing, though. All right. We talk about the, the 78 Indy Pace Car Corvette that everybody has one. I think they made 13,000 of them, and well, everybody I, I kept actually, them Well, I looked up. up the numbers on them. They actually made 6,800 of those 78s. I mean, I believe it. And that is a, a high number on Pace Cars. That is actually a real high number. You know, like the 94 Cobras, they only made 1,000 of those things. Yeah, but, you know, something cool is you can actually get one of those uh, Corvettes relatively cheap. Well, I mean, you can buy a nice one anywhere in the mid to high teens. Yeah, I found I found one the other day actually down in Texas that was in gorgeous condition for like sixteen. Yeah, I mean, so, you can find the nice low mile cars, early twenties. Oh, and another fun fact on the uh, Indy race this past weekend. Do you know who was driving? I that? got a feeling you're going to tell me. Yes, sir. Uh, none other than Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who is an actor and best known for his role in The Walking Dead as Negan. See, I wouldn't know anything about that because, you know, I got this thing called a social life. <laughs> who doesn't watch The Walking Dead? I don't. What? You're killing me. It's a great no, show. No, no, somebody killed them because they're The Walking Dead. Oh, man, come on. It's a great show. Great show. For children. <laughs> no, not for children. Not at all. Rob, I hate to break up this conversation we're having. I really do. But we got plenty to talk about. We do have a lot to talk about today. I mean, we got a, we've got we got a action-packed show. We're actually going to have a lot of fun with this going back and forth here in just a little bit. But first, let's pay some more bills. You're killing me, guy. <laughs> I know. We need to talk to this radio station about their about their bill situation. Yeah, their budget situation. It's cut, it's cut, it's cut, in, it's cut into my talk time. All right, guys. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour right here on 106.3. W-O-R-D. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Hot Rod. What's going on, man? You know what? I got my little piece of paper in front of me, and it says, Segment 3 in the news. Segment 3 in the news. Why don't you tell us about it? In the news, so last week, NASCAR made a pretty huge announcement. Pretty big. Huge. Huge announcement. It was almost uh, almost like they were listening to us a few weeks ago when we had our little rant and complaint about NASCAR and how it's going under. We'll fit in a little secret. They're not. I think uh, whatever Bill Francis' son's name is and daughter, I think they were listening. I think that's what happened. I think they were Bill Francis? Bill Francis is... Bill Friends says, I think they were tuning Friends apostrophe S. Yeah. I think they were listening to 1063 WRD. If not, they checked out the podcast on 1063 WRD.com. 
I like that plug. That was cute. Nice. Like, that. <laughs> that was Got a good it. one. Um, but I think they were listening to us because in their huge announcement, um, NASCAR said that the fall race at Charlotte will run the Roval. The Roval? Is that even a word? The Roval? No, it's not a word, actually. Webster's got so, that so we're too. doing a road course and an oval, and we put them together, and it's we got a, a roval. We got a woval, a roval, a roval, a woval. So if you've never been to Charlotte, I thought Motor you had Speed, a speech impediment for a, a second. Uh, if you've never been to Charlotte Motor Speedway, and you go to the track and you happen to look down the pit area in the infield there, um, there is a road course there. So we're going to take two turns on the track, and we're going to take a bunch of turns in the pits. Yes, thirteen total turns. 13 total turns. That's that's going to be pretty exciting. In other words, your NASCAR needs to be able to make a right turn. So we're making left turns, right turns. We're making all kinds of turns. We're going to turn this one on out. Well, I'll tell you what, NASCAR needs to make a turn or people are going to be like continuing turning their TVs off. (laughs) You got that right. So the Bank of America 500, which is in the fall, will take place on this 2.4 mile 13 turn Roval. That's exciting. Uh, you know what? I'm actually watch that. I yeah. I'm, I don't know if I'm a venture up to Charlotte to watch it, but no, uh, I want to tell you something. I went to this since ba- tickets. Um, I went to this Bank of America race. I don't want to tell you something. It's the longest and most boring, drawn out thing you've ever seen in your life. Well, I mean, that's all well, it is. the thing. It's like here I am on my phone talking to somebody, and it's totally okay. And then you're like, hang on. How'd they go? So, like I was telling you before, you know what I'm saying. Da 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 da. Hang on one second. I like your NASCAR interpretation. That's pretty good. You like that, didn't you? That's pretty. Do it again. Do it again. Well, just one more pass. Here they come. Here they come. I lost it. That one guy trailing. He's been lapped. That's probably Dale Earnhardt. He's just trying to get some points. That's probably Dale Jr. <laughs> Do it for Dale. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, this will be the first time the Cup Series has ever ventured down the road course at Charlotte. So, well, that's kind of neat. So it's like a little Watkins Glen, it's a little Charlotte. Yeah. And let's, and let's hope it makes well, a little magic because well, they need it. It's a lot of Charlotte and a little bit of Watkins Glen. Well, you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's all over Charlotte. But uh, since 2011, when Kentucky Speedway joined the uh, circuit, uh, there hasn't been another track added. So this is actually kind of cool. So in the past six, well, technically it'll be seven years. Well, it's not actually repla- or not a new race. It's, it's not, replacing it's, a race. Yeah, it's not a new facility. It's just opening up the existing facility. And I've actually ran on that road course in my Impala during the uh, Impala Nationals when we had it. In I would be more impressed if you said you ran it on foot. No. No. Autocrossing with an Impala is like tap dancing with a hippopotamus. <laughs> so... To boot, this is going to be a part of NASCAR's playoffs, which to me makes it that much more exciting. You know what's exciting? What's exciting? Racing. Bro? Quit adding things to it. They don't need fireworks and jet shows. No, and I agree with that, but they're adding to the race because now you got to make a right turn. You know what I think they should do? What do you think they should I do? I think they should take half the damn field and send them around the track the other way. I've and already, let everybody dodge yeah, everybody. Like Battle Royale. Yeah, like you take the high side, we're going to take low figure side. Figure eight racing. I agree. Why can't we have a figure eight NASCAR track? I think that'd be a great idea. 
If you're not a driver, it's great. <laughs> I mean, it definitely draw a crowd. That's for sure. Not like a 200-mile-an-hour crossway impact. Cool. <laughs> it really lights up the night. It just makes my ribs hurt just thinking about it. <laughs> it really. You ever got T-boned at 200 miles an hour? Closing speed of 400? No. It really lights up the night, I'm telling you. Lights up more like ambulance lights, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. So the first Roval race is scheduled for September 30th, 2018, so you're just going to hold off and wait, but I'll write that date down and get you some tickets. I tell you what, speaking of some other things in the news other than NASCAR. Other than NASCAR, Ford made the news again, and their transmissions. Well, you know, they opened up this plant, and they're going to be hiring all these people, and you know what else? Now they're getting sued for them. Well, it's not those. It's not those transmissions. not the same transmissions we talked about last week. You know, last week uh, we talked about Ford doing a $350 million deal on their Livonia plant in order to make a new front-wheel drive transmission. Well, funny, that happens because they're getting sued over their Focus and Fiesta front-wheel drive transmissions. So, Rob, Ford Focus and Festiva owners are suing over faulty power shift transmissions. Leave it to Ford to face a lawsuit on these. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Tell me something, Rob. Of all the people in the world that I was going to have mad at me, Focus <laughs> and Fiesta owners. <laughs> I mean, not like big F-150 truck guys are mad. No, we have Focus and Fiesta owners. <laughs> Did you just imagine a little Fiesta owner coming up? Me, me. I'm mad. My transmission just won't work. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm going to sue you. Like, I mean, I mean, I'm not too worried about it. I, I'm really, you know what? I don't think Ford's sweating this. I mean, there ain't no beef there. I mean, <laughs> I mean, what, what 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 are we talking about? A five foot two guy that weighs a buck oh five? I mean, we're, I not, love, we're not too worried about that. I love this little fact. Nearly seven thousand owners. <laughs> That's how many bought these pieces of crap to begin with. Well, I mean, it's not even a piece of crap. I mean, if you like a Ford Fiesta, that's great. Or a Focus. But you just don't see some big old seven foot five. But don't be getting mad. Barely some gun buying a don't, Fiesta. Don't, don't be getting mad. Like, hey. <laughs> don't be getting mad when your Fiesta takes a siesta. <laughs> so, no, nearly 7,000 owners of these small Fords have teamed up with Stern Law PLLC in a mass action lawsuit against the Ford Motor Company. Well, this is, okay, so now they've all teamed up. Yeah, because, they all got together. They're, they're well, on they their, have to. They're on their Fiesta forums now. Oh, they have forums for that. That's scary. They have forums for everything, which scares me. We need to talk about that at we, some point. We, we may have to talk about the forums here for it's over with. <laughs> but no, yeah, they've all teamed up and are in this class action lawsuit, which is funny. Um, this is not the first time Ford's been sued on, on these exact cars. The suit claims that the 2012 to 16 Focus and the 2011 to 16 Fiesta sedans come with a faulty dual clutch transmission prone to shuddering, slipping, bucking, jerking, hesitating while changing gears, all leading to premature wear and tear. That sounds like a typical Ford. <laughs> I'm not you, just, you just described every Ford product I've ever seen in my life. I'm not seeing nothing out of the ordinary the here The only thing I noticed, uh, mi- I noticed missing was leaking oil. Yeah. I mean, other than that, period. I, I've not seen anything that's uh, that's out of the ordinary. I'm over here like giving them props. like They, they made something that doesn't leak. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't see leaks on this uh, complaint sheet. Not at all. But Ken Stern, founder and principal of Stern Law, said in a statement, Ford must be held accountable. 
I think Ken wants to get paid. I think Ken wants to get paid. I got a feeling Ken is teaming up with the Fiesta and Focus guys, and he drives a Bentley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he probably drives a Cadillac. And, and after this lawsuit, he'll probably get a new one. But, I mean, you know, it's funny. I think there needs – yeah, they need to be held accountable. I mean, what's up with all these attorneys? And, I mean, don't get me wrong. I have some really good friends that are attorneys. Hang on. Are, are you uh, dragging out the soapbox? I'm not dragging out the soapbox. I'm just talking. Okay. All right. But all these attorneys jumping on the bandwagon. If you did this, this, if you took a Tylenol, call this law firm. So if you, you s- had an uncle that... Got mesothelioma. That's yeah, my favorite. <laughs> uh, mesothelioma. I mean, that's serious. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, they're just like... You know, now they're teaming up. If you bought a Focus R Fiesta, you know what you need? You don't need an attorney. You need a man card. That's well, what you need. Well, you know what? Okay, here's the deal. Ford released several several bulletins on these cars for bringing them back to the dealership and getting them maintenance, you know, recalls. They released, I think, 20-something on these cars. Yeah, that's a lot. But Ford was willing to step in and fix the cars. So at what point in time, you know, do... Are they accountable for this? They're trying to fix the problem. Why sue them on top of that? It's the attorneys. I agree. I agree. I, you they see, sent little letters out to everybody that has a Fiesta or a Focus register to them. And I mean, and that's where they got their feelers out. And once they got a good group of them, that's when they started with a suit. Yep. Because they could get paid off of it. And, and what's sad, and I just said it a few minutes ago, is this is not the first suit, but the fourth lawsuit involving these transmissions in these cars. I mean, that's absurd. You know how you fix this problem? Well, for one, you don't buy a Ford. Quit quit making Fiestas and Focuses. Well, that too. That's another solution. But, I mean, I don't know. Man, this kind If you're driving an F1 and a half, you wouldn't have this problem. This kind of ticks me off here. How can you get sued for the same thing that's already in the past four times? I have a problem with that. You can get sued for it in the past. I mean, it's just it's part of it. I'd rather there's just some things you're never going, you're never never going to get it. And legalities are one of them. But one thing I do understand is paying bills. And gosh darn it, we got to do it again. Already, already. All right, guys, you're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. All right, what's happening, man? Man, I tell you what. Guys, tell me what. I'm reading my notes here. And we're, we're talking about... We don't have notes. We're, we're too good for that. Yeah. We'll, take, well, it's funny. I have notes. I might have them. Yeah, I think you're lying. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you something, guys. We're talking about 150 miles an hour. What's the fastest you've ever been in a car? Uh, I would say the neighborhood of 160. 160? I've been right around 170. And I'm going to tell you something. One though. upper. Really? <laughs> but this is a big thing, though. Because, I mean, every... How fast have you been in a car? That's what we want to know. Well, we want to know where our listeners have been? Yeah. Yeah, just hop on Facebook and tell us when you broke the law. Well, no, don't say when. Just say how fast you've been in a car. Mine have passed all statute of limitations in this state. Well, mine have too. Mine have been a few years back. But, you know, all right, you tell us about your high-speed story. Well, the first one was uh, simple. Um... My do- my buddy had a uh, WS6 Trans Am, and uh, he said, do you want to drive? And I was like, yeah. And uh, we took it down, I'll go ahead and say it, we took it down the Beltline in Union. Uh, the long stretch straight away going to the drag strip, you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about, Big Hill? Yeah. I don't exactly well, from the top of the hill to the uh, bridge at the bottom of the hill is the exact uh, quarter mile. And actually, back in the day, people used to race there before the drag strip was ever built way back. So... 
I knew that's where to take the Trans Am. And it, it reached over 150 before we hit the bridge. And at, well, I was young at that time. I was real young. So. so you're telling me you had a Trans Am that went 150 mile an hour and a quarter mile? Yeah. Well, you're going downhill, too. Keep that in mind. You could drive it off a cliff, Odd Rod. It's not, I find that hard to believe. That's, well, a, that's a short distance. Well, I didn't. When I was hit, when I started that quarter mile, I was probably doing 60. When I topped okay, the hill. Okay, okay, no, okay. Yeah, now, I, I had, a, I I had said, We didn't start from a dead stop. No, 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 no. That's what uh, I was to say. I'm heading downhill, we already going about 60. We couldn't drop approach. it out of a plane and make it go no, that fast. No, no. With a strong wind. But, I mean, downhill, it it, it toppled it toppled right over 150. Um, I did once in the wagon. Uh, that was a little recent, so. That, yeah. well, that it's just not right. It's I not mean, right. it's just, I mean, just going 150 mile an hour at a rock. Oh, it's sketch. I ain't going to lie to you. It's sketch. Things shaking and rattling. and That happened down at 85, too, which is even more sketch. Like we all know how evenly paved it is. It's like a circus ride. <laughs> uh, probably the coolest time going that fast, though, uh, was in a friend's old uh, CTSV. Uh, well, see, that's the thing. Those cars were running 150 mile an hour. You don't have to think about it. Yeah, and this was after the car had done been to RPM Performance up in Raleigh, North Carolina, and had a lot of work done to it. That car would fly, and we did uh, we did well over 150 really quick. The uh, I tell you a cool one with me. You know, I had Trans Ams and stuff growing up and stuff. And, I, and you know, my parents listen to this show from time to time, so I'm gonna spare them any of the teenage stories. <laughs> Because I was a good kid. Yeah, yeah, we believe that. Sure. Mm-hmm. But I had a 96 Corvette, LT4 six-speed car. Good car. Great car. Um, if, you, it, if you're into those C4s. <clears throat> Go ahead. Go ahead. We all can't have station wagons. I know. <laughs> we all can't be blessed, I understand. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, there's a certain two-lane road that's near my neck of the woods that's long and straight. It's got a few dips in it. And me and the vet, we walked it all the way out, and I gave her all she had through every gear. Keep in mind, when you have a Corvette in six gear... She's winding. I mean, and you got the pedal to the floor. You're going a very high rate of speed. So what was your... You were north of 170-ish? About about... Well, that one, about buck sixty-five, probably. If I had to guess. I'll be honest with you, I wasn't paying attention to the gauges. I was hanging on. Well, yeah. At that point, you... You kind of... Because, I mean, the thing you got to think about, when you're running that fast, you hit a brick in the road, you will become a projectile. Yeah, you'll become part of the road, like, in pieces. Exactly. You you, kind of need to pay attention when you're doing that. you definitely don't want to be going 170 miles an hour. And I feel like I need to go ahead and say this now. We at Hot Rods and Happy Hour do not (laughs) condone this type of behavior. Not at all. We do not want to see you acting like Rob going 165 in black fiberglass. I'm just saying. We don't want to see you like Barf from Spaceballs in a station wagon running 150 mile an hour. <laughs> Have you lost your mind? That's not even right. I mean, it's just like people look at it. I wouldn't write you a ticket. I just wanted to just sit and think about it for a little bit if I was a cop. <laughs> it's, it's not really the safest thing I've done, but you know. <laughs> I wouldn't get out of the damn electric chair riding that thing. <laughs> just wait till the new motor gets it's done. <laughs> and I'm still not riding in it. Because you know why? Because somebody needs to call 911. That's why. <laughs> All right. So the whole point of this is 
We just read an article. A article. <laughs> we just read an article um, from RoadInTrack.com that said 12 of the least expensive ways to go 150 miles an hour. Now, but see, this is the problem with Road and Track. Road and Track's got a little more budget than Hot yeah, Rods and Happy Hour. That right. It was a, it was a great article, but it was way too loose for our taste. Some of their cars climbed over 10k. And yeah, yeah, we're balling so on a budget here. We did our own list. We did our own list, and we might have snagged a couple off theirs because a couple of fit the criteria. But this is the thing that's cool, though. We we're going 150 mile an hour for 5k or less. Five thousand dollars or less, and we built a top ten list. And I think uh, I think we got some pretty cool. And it's pretty interesting. I, I'll tell you what, we actually had to do our homework because I mean, if you think about it, and we just scratched the surface on this. If you start thinking about, it, there's a lot more. But there's a lot. I mean, you think five thousand dollars is not a lot of money, especially buying an automobile. Yeah, five thousand dollars is nothing anymore. I mean, five thousand dollars buying something that would run eighty miles an hour, you would think would be a big deal. Five thousand dollars buying something that'll run? No, it's not In that general. bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we've compiled a list, and I think we got a pretty pretty killer list here. I tell you what. What's up? I like to take the first one. Take the first one, sir. I tell you what. Number 10. And this is really in no particular order, but number 10. And this, this is a car. I've actually owned one of these cars. This is a two-for-one special. This is actually it's, two yes, cars. It is. Volvo 850 or 740 Turbo Volvo. And I know what you're thinking. A Volvo? Yes, sir. If you've ever driven a 740 Turbo Volvo, I've never driven an 850, but a 740 Turbo Volvo. Now, uh, you're going to school me a little bit since you've had one of these. Uh, is this the same body style as like the 240 wagon? Yes. station. Well, they did make a, they did make a turbo yes. station wagon, but yes, it's the square, boxy one. These cars had 17-inch wheels on them, directional wheels, four-wheel disc brakes, safest car you'll ever ride in, probably one of the tightest cars you will ever ride in. Um, actually bought one of these cars in an auction. I used to buy and sell a lot of cars. I bought this car in an auction, and it had a manifold leak. I mean, it was a horrible exhaust leak when I bought it. Got the car. You know, we put new manifold gaskets on it and all this stuff. You go four-cylinder turbo. I didn't drive it that much. Well, then we got it fixed. I loved this thing <laughs> because it was roomy and it was safe. It was a four-door car. But and people overlook these cars. Well, the thing was, it was a four-cylinder turbo, and it would absolutely fly. I mean, it was, it was insane. I mean, like five-liter Mustang wanted nothing for this <laughs> from from mom's Volvo. And to look at it, once you if you took the 17-inch wheels off of it, it looked like any Volvo you've ever seen. So you mean to tell me that this majestic shoebox would thunder down the road at over 150 miles an hour. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's, I mean, it, it's a pocket rocket from way back. And I mean, and, and, the, and the best part is this this car will run 155 miles per hour. Google it. It's worth it. 155 mile per hour in stock form. But I'll tell you something else that's cool about this car. Like I said, it's one of the safest cars and gets the best fuel mileage of anything on this you list. You know, speaking of that, I've seen one of the, uh, the same buy style, the 240 wagons. I've seen one of them at uh, Cars and Coffee that have been LS swapped. So well, there's I guess been several of them in 5-liter Mustang swap, too. That was a big popular thing. I guess with such a good handling car, that's not a bad idea is to use it, use the platform and, you know, do what you want under the hood. Well, it's kind of like the little sleeper thing going. You see the Volvo, and, I mean, you don't even think about that. No, no, surely not. And, but, I mean, you know, the cars are a little heavy, but I'm going to tell you something. Great car. I mean, a great feeling car, you know, because it's got the European feel. Yep. But it's got the horsepower to back it up. 
And we've went on Craigslist and actually looked, and you can actually find some of these cars. is amazing. We've, you, you can find some of these cars right here in the upstate on Craigslist. Yeah, for around the $3,000 mark. So there's a $3,000 way to hit your uh, 150 miles an hour. And I'm going to tell you something. You can haul your kids. It actually had a built-in car seat in the back seat. Like, you could fold the seat down, and there was a car seat from the factory in it. That's crazy. All right, guys, we got to pay some more bills here. I hate to do it to you, uh, but we got to wrap this one up right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.